Vision Christian Radio bumper stickers are a practical way to show the world how much you love vision. New stickers are available now. Choose the I Love Vision sticker or your local frequency and proudly display your affiliation with Australia's national Christian radio network. It's more than just a sticker, it's a statement and might help someone you'll never meet discover vision and start looking to God daily. Whether you're parked or cruising through town, Vision Bumper Stickers will turn heads and spark conversations. Stick it, show it, and let everyone know you're tuned to Vision. Available now at vision.org.au slash stickers. Order your Vision Bumper Sticker today. Life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Reviews of the Religious Discrimination Bill are continuing before a possible vote in the federal parliament in early February. Late last year, the relevant bills were shuffled off to committees. Now, it'll be a crucial issue for the freedom of every Australian that the federal government moves to protect religious freedom. Christian Schools Australia were amongst a range of faith-based groups and legal academics who were providing evidence to the Senate Legal and Constitution Affairs Committee in Canberra last week. Mark Spencer, the Director for Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia, back with us. Hello, Mark. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me again, Neil, and Happy New Year to you and your listeners. Thank you so much, Mark. Hey, you say these reviews have been going on for decades. <laughs> what is your thought about how much Christian freedom or religious freedom has been talked about? Uh, it's been talked about ad nauseum, it would seem. Um, certainly, as I made a point to the committee last week, uh, the, the as far back as uh, 1998, the Australian Human Rights Commission uh, Australian uh, Human Rights and Equal Opportunity Commission, as it was then, recommended a Federal Religious Freedom Act. And, and now, decades later, we're still waiting for it. Um, we've had uh, three iterations, the third iteration of the bill. Uh, we've had two exposure drafts. We've now got uh, two committees uh, reviewing it. Um, it silly has to be the most picked apart and pulled apart human right we've ever had. I wonder if you can reflect, because last year there was polling and ongoing discussion now about public attitudes to religious freedom. Where do you think Aussies are on religious freedom? Aussies are very supportive of religious freedom. We, you know, we're about a fair go and, and been, uh, giving everyone a fair go and helping to, to look after each other. You know, in the polling that we commissioned, the independent polling we commissioned last year, more than two out of three Australians indicated they believe that our laws should uphold and protect the universal human right to hold and practice, and that's important, hold and practice religious beliefs. So faith-based schools. Now, you're with Christian Schools Australia. There is a real test case here for what will go much more widely but Christian schools are really in the spotlight and Christian freedom is one of those crucial things that need to be maintained there. Absolutely. We, we need to maintain our ability to employ staff who share our beliefs. 
And by the way, 79% of Australians uh, agree that we should have that right. That was also in our polling. And these numbers are across the political spectrum, by the way, uh, majority across all political parties. So very strong support for our beliefs to, uh, to be protected and for our rights as Christian schools to employ the staff we need. The bill, in its present form, as it is, you know, without any amendments, because when it goes through the Parliament, then on to the Senate, there may be amendments. But is the bill in its present form quite a fair bill, would you say? It's probably a more than fair bill, I think, uh, faith groups would say. It's uh, it's been described as being watered down. Um, uh, I think that uh, most faith groups would probably say there needs to be stronger protections, but the approach uh, that uh, we've all agreed on is that this is a, a good first step. It's important to get this uh, legislation passed, and it does have a... Uh, a two-year review period built in, which is not uncommon with this type of legislation. You often uh, find that governments will introduce such a piece of legislation with that sort of review after two years, and that's a good opportunity to to uh, have uh, had a bit of experience and to build on that and, and make any adjustments that's needed. Mark, when it all boils down, there's something fairly simple, isn't there, in the question that the government needs to answer when it's voting on this bill. Do you support religious freedom or not? That does seem to be fairly simple, but it's hard work for a lot of those parliamentarians. Well, it's not just the government. It's the government and the opposition and and the crossbenchers in in the Senate. It really is a, a simple bill. It is, as the Prime Minister said when he's introducing it, just based on protecting religious uh, freedom. It doesn't impact other rights. It doesn't impact other existing rights. And that's where a lot of the the noise around this, a lot of the gaslighting around this bill has been about, trying to argue that it impacts other rights, Uh, rights around sexual orientation, rights around gender identity, which are already protected in other legislation. And this bill will not affect those rights. Let's be very clear about that. So it's not going to, to impact on the LGBTI community as you know, people are claiming. That's just noise, distraction, trying to stop people people from answering that simple question. Do you think religious freedom should be protected or not? Simple. Opponents to the bill also gave evidence last week. What's the likely way that the findings of these committee reviews will actually be brought to the, to the public view? Well, both the uh, Senate committee uh, that, that met last week and the um, the week before there were some hearings under the Joint Parliamentary Human Rights Committee. Both of those committees will be reporting to Parliament on the 4th of February. Uh, so certainly listeners can, can pray for the, the, for the consideration of, of the reports uh, and the construction reports at that time. And then when the Parliament considers and receives those reports, uh, the, the government will need to decide whether it takes any amendments on the basis of the recommendations of the committee and then the uh, bill will go through in a normal course to the lower house and, and into the Senate. Mark, are you concerned about those rumoured backroom deals that were being discussed late last year that might see the removal of Section 38.3 of the Sex Discrimination Act and uh, that protecting teachers in daily operation at faith-based schools, that somehow or other there might be a, a bit of juggling here and, uh, and Christians the losers? Any thoughts on those backroom deals? Well, 
those sort of comments around a backroom deal really are, are, are quite pernicious when you think about uh, those sort of deals if they did occur. I mean, as I said, we've had two exposure drafts. We've had two, two parliamentary committees reviewing this bill. And there is already a process to review the provisions in question in the Sex Discrimination Act, uh, a process with the Australian Law Reform Commission that we've supported and uh, which arose out of the Parliament's um, uh, realisation back in uh, 2018, 2019, that it's not just as simple as striking out that provision, which is what the deal is about. So to really undermine a legitimate independent expert review of that process through some backroom deal makes a farce of the whole notion of of human rights and fundamental human rights. Because there are those so-called moderates in the Liberal Party who are opponents, it would appear, of religious freedom and the rights of schools to determine staff according to a Christian ethos. Uh, Somehow or other, you might assume that they might be doing all sorts of things that they can to... Uh, to undermine uh, some of these uh, these opportunities for religious freedom, and, and certainly you know, they have concerns, and they're probably legitimate concerns in, in some respects about the current drafting. It, it may be time to review that, and we're happy for that to happen. But it needs to happen properly, not through some backdoor deal hidden without any sort of scrutiny on it that uh, just gives them a political outcome. That's a political process, not a transparent, open, democratic process. Now, what we need to, to ensure, and then that process will still continue with the, with the Law Reform Commission reviewing those provisions once this legislation is passed. So this legislation being passed doesn't stop that. Those provisions being reviewed and possibly amended, and that's, that's for the future. What we need to do now, though, is make sure that uh, people of faith, people who want to ensure religious freedom is protected, contact MPs, uh, make sure that they're aware of their concerns, that it's an important issue for them, and encourage MPs to, uh, when they they come back in in February, to to get get cracking on this and, and get a vote happening and get this legislation passed. So there is work to do. This is not sit back thinking the work is done and the government's going to vote on this, but a possible vote in early February. Is there a likelihood, do you think, that uh, in the next week or two we might see a vote on this or could it be shuffled back beyond an election, do you think? Well, it certainly would be very easy uh, for this to to go off the front of the agenda and and be pushed beyond an, an election. I don't think anyone really wants that. I think I don't think that's a good outcome. Um, you know, we, we, it's been described by one uh, of the MPs during the committee hearings saying that it would be a miracle if it was passed before the election. Well, we believe in miracles, um, and we can pray for miracles, and we can act to, to, to you know, be part of God's plan for what, what might happen. And that's about contacting MPs, contacting senators, and saying we want this passed before the election. We want to go to an election so we can consider other issues and not have this dragging on through an election period. And Mark, hundreds of thousands of people who send their children to Christian schools are very intensely interested in what's going on here. Is this potentially an election issue? Because you've not been afraid in past times to be quite political in an election environment. We certainly don't want to be political. We, we want this to have bipartisan support. Um, and uh, we're still hopeful that, that will, will be the case. We certainly, since the last election, I, I need to acknowledge that both the government and the opposition have been very constructively engaging with faith groups around protecting religious freedom. 
We haven't got there yet. COVID hasn't helped, and we, you know, we certainly acknowledge that has been, um, you know, a fairly major part of the political scene over the last few years. But you know, there is time. There's only just time, but there still is time to get this passed through the parliament before the election. And we hope that the two major parties can, can make that happen. So for Christian believers, this is a time for prayer. And as you say, this is time to be in touch with your federal MP. So far as getting more detail and updates as they are coming to light, uh, the website for Christian Schools Australia is csa.edu.au. And there was another website we were talking about too, valuedvoices.org.au forward slash religious freedom. On those two websites, uh, important information for listeners, Mark? Information and certainly uh, through the Valued Voices site, the opportunity for you to send an email off to your MPs and senators and uh, let them know that this is important to you and you want them to pass the legislation. csa.edu.au or the one where you'll be able to send off that detail, valuedvoices.org.au forward slash religious freedom. Mark Spencer is the Director for Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Mark, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Always a pleasure, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.